0: In today's Prep Rally Podcast, the regular season is almost over for most schools. Some schools are already in postseason, and Anna Woolsey does it again.
1: It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Wow, this is uh, May
0: the 3rd. We are uh, we are rapidly coming to the best time of the year this is state tournament time it is state playoff time it is state meet time if it's got state involved in it Henry we're there
2: for now for now
0: <laughs> yeah so state trap meets have been are have been happening this week they've had a couple yesterday another one today another one tomorrow so state trap meets this week. Those are being run and jumped and thrown as we speak, okay? And,
2: and vaulted and, and hurtled. Vaulted and and hurtled. yeah, and
0: all of that good stuff. Uh, state baseball, softball, soccer will be next week. So that's followed up by meet of champions, followed up by the heptathlon decathlon, followed up by state championship games. So the the, the school year, the
1: end of it is here. It's all coming to a head.
0: It's all coming to a head. So we've got some great stuff to talk to you about today on our Preparate podcast. I've got Henry Apple, Paul Boyd, and Leland Barclay. I'm Chip Susan. We're here. We're going to break it down for you. Uh, sport by sport, jump by jump, hurdle by hurdle, and, and vault by vault as we go. Now, Henry made the long trek down to Clarksville yesterday. Um, did you get any any good food while you were there? little bit. Okay. Okay. Tell me, give me, give me a little. I need a little. Uh, give me, give me. I need, I need a review here. A little pizza. Pizza. Okay. Yeah, so uh, and cl- they brought that to the to the press box. Or uh,
2: hospitality room. Hospitality uh, room. So it had it from uh, Pizza Pro at Clarksville, which is pretty good stuff. You give it thumbs up. Oh yeah. All right. So Henry, you had a front row seat yesterday to
0: the four A state track meet. Got a chance to see and put eyes on Anna Woolsey of Ozark,
2: and she did not disappoint. Not at all. Uh, Not her typical six-event day. She decided not to do her usual long jump. But still, five events, four first-place finishes, including a state 4A meet record in the 400 meters. Yes, I saw that. She not only broke it, I mean, she, she broke it, well
0: broke it. Impressively yeah, broke it. Yeah. So uh, she was at our Hogs Illustrated Sports Club luncheon uh, last week. Um, you know, she's not as big as a minute, but uh, Paul was. What was uh, funny? I talked to her and uh, I said, you know, um, and and I know Leland knows has talked to her too. But uh, I said, were you always the like the fastest kid in your class? And she goes, Well, yeah. My, I, you know, I was always the fastest girl on the t-ball team and and whatever. But she said, I didn't do very well in track when I was in the seventh grade. But she didn't quit. She didn't quit. She stuck with it, and uh,
2: good decision on her part. Exactly. It's got her away to college. She's going to college at Washita Baptist. And during the meet yesterday, I got to hear some people talk to her, not Ozark people, but outside of Ozark, particularly people from the host school, Clarksville. Yeah, yep. And they were just paying her the ultimate compliments and – no backhanded candidates i heard one person say you know i know she's from a rival school but how in the world can you root against this yeah, how person she
0: against her she's you don't <laughs> no not no at way. all no and way. and henry we've talked about this too she's going to be one of the most decorated track athletes you know that we've we've had in a long time
2: yeah and and here was the uh, here was the other one i heard and, and it stuck out to me now this girl scores 46 points by herself. By herself. All alone, she finishes fifth in the state for a meet. Yeah, yeah. And I heard some of the Clarksville people say, you know, if she'd been with us, we'd have won state They'd championship. Have won They'd have won it. Yeah, they, they, won it. they were just 20 points away from a state title. Well, I mean, she, she is
0: – and, again, you know, she did exactly what she's been doing all year long. She dominated her events, the 100, the 200, the 400 – Won the pole vault, right, mm-hmm. Henry, run the pole vault. And what was the one event she didn't win? Was
2: It was the um, hurdles, anybody, the 100 hurdles, hurdles. hurdles. And she told me afterwards, she says, I knew I wasn't going to win the hurdles. Yeah. But there was a girl there with much better timing. Sure enough, she showed up. But, man, what well, we talked about, this, the previous state record before she hit the track yesterday, 58.07 seconds. And this was set. In 2015, by a girl from Crossit, she broke it by about 1.25 seconds. 56.88 shattered, yeah. shattered it, shattered the
0: record. So that is great for her. So the 4A meet, uh, state meet, was held yesterday. Uh, that would be on Tuesday uh, down in Clarksville. The 1A state trap meet is being held today, Wednesday, in Lincoln, uh, and then the 6A state trap meet will be on Thursday, tomorrow Thursday, at Fort Smith Southside. That should also be a great meet, Henry.
2: Yeah, and uh, to give myself a shameless plug, in tomorrow's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, I'm writing a feature story on Bentonville senior distance runner Madison Galindo, wow. who, who has a chance, if she can play her cards right. She could be part of two state meet records tomorrow in the 4 x eight hundred right. meter relay and in the girls' 3,200, she has the times to break those. Wow. But it's all going to depend on what races she decides to run, or shall I say what races that Bentonville coach Randy Raymaker will have her Signs run. Signs up for,
0: yeah. And, yeah. And,
2: and go from there. Yeah. But, you know, uh, last week, Bentonville didn't put all its cards on the table during the conference, conference meet. meet. Right. And still scored 290 points. (laughs) Wow.
0: Uh, Well, now, Henry, you said you were going to write about Galindo, but you also ran ran into another good story yesterday, and you're going to write about that. Give us just a little synopsis of what you ran into yesterday and the little story you're going to
2: have for next week. For next week for the meet of champs, I had the opportunity to meet with a distance runner from Clarksville, Matthew Dunsmore who uh, won the 1,600 meters in the boys yesterday on his home, but he got beat in the 3,200 by a kid from one of the Grant boys from Pea Ridge oh, past him go. there. There in. you go. But he is, uh got a project going on where he is trying to raise funds for kids a lot less fortunate to have running shoes. And said, you know, it's a case where, you know, some of these kids can't afford good exactly. running shoes. So he's doing he's got a goal of $25,000. He's already raised $10,000 for this. Yeah. And wow. he's going to set a legacy that's going to be way beyond what he does on the track. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What a what a, a terrific giving heart this kid has got. A uh, young man obviously way more mature than I was at that age. Um, and uh and has a giving a giving heart and and wanting to help others so that is fantastic and henry i can't wait to read that story um so that's what's going on with track we have have several meets in the books and we'll have another one done today and then another one tomorrow the 6a so that'll be that'll take care of the state part of the track meets and then again the meet of champions is the following week in russellville and then the week after that is heptathlon decathlon here at fayetteville and um You know there'll be some, still some good, some good track out there for everybody to see. Uh, Leland, I'm gonna kick it down to you now. The River Valley, uh, this is a game, a baseball game, that had (laughs) been we hyped it up last week on the uh, the podcast. Greenbrier at Greenwood for the 5A West Championship in Leland. What a terrific two games you saw!
3: It was a fantastic doubleheader. Greenbrier won the first game five to three in eight innings, and the first game especially was a pitcher's duel for six innings. It was um, Greenwood's Aiden Kinnan against Greenbrier's Carson Zachary. Uh, both of these guys have been their aces all season long. It was one to one through six. Wow. And then in the top of the seventh, Greenbrier scored a couple of runs, scratched across a couple. Uh, In the bottom of the inning, Greenwood tied it and sent it into extra innings. Uh, Greenbrier scored two in the top of the eighth to win that one, five to three, which made both teams 12-1 and and forced a uh, winner-take-all finale in the nightcap, and Greenwood won that one, five to three.
0: Yep, two five-to-three
3: scores. uh, Behind Grant Carnes, who went six and two-thirds innings, struck out five, allowed two earned runs, and uh, kind of odd, Greenwood scored two of their five runs on run-scoring singles. Okay. The other three runs were on sacrifice flies. Wow.
0: Playing little ball. So, the Matt Melson so, 101 School of Baseball.
3: Well, and, you know, it's one of those deals, you know, and, and we talk about certain things in baseball, the small things. Uh, clutch hitting is something. You know, I've, I've talked to coaches and, you know, clutch hitting is one of those things. I'm not sure how you, you teach that.
0: No, oh, either you but have it or you don't when,
3: right. Yeah, but usually when we talk about clutch hitting, it's, you know, two out hits to score somebody from second, things like that. Three sacrifice flies uh, in a five-to-three win.
0: Wow. Wow, that's a, that is fantastic. So Greenwood wraps up the 5A West title uh, there and they'll be the number one seed in the 5A state tournament. Now Henry, I'm going to kick it back over to you because we've had a log jam and, and everything else in, in the 6A West for the three through six seeds in the conference. Rodgers had already wrapped up the number one seed last week. Harbor had wrapped up the number two seed last week. Both of those teams guaranteed buys in the 6A state tournament. But there was still a lot to be played for uh, Monday and Tuesday in the
2: conference. So break down the
0: rest of the conference and how that shapes up.
2: So uh, we have to go through the, the series of games. Bentonville ends up as a number three seed by sweeping Springdale. Monday's game, 5 to nothing. Just like Leland talked about, the Tigers had three sacrifice flies out of wow. their five runs. Wow. The other two scored on wild pitches. So <laughs> in a, in a 5 nothing game. So and then yesterday Springdale took a 2 nothing lead in the first inning. Bentonville comes back and scores nine unanswered runs wow. and ends up winning 11 to 3. So Bentonville, number 3 C, okay? Rogers Heritage gets the number four seed after the War Eagles swept Fort Smith Northside. Correct. Correct. It was a, I don't remember the score of Monday's game, but yesterday they trailed two to one going into the seventh and got a clutch two run double and they win four to two. So Rogers Heritage, the number four seed. They're the four seed, Paul, and they're going to knock, knock somebody, somebody out of this term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number five seed will be Fayetteville, who stumbled a little bit Monday. They did. Lost two to one to Bentonville West and kept, actually, kept West playoff hopes alive for the time being. But then yesterday on Bulldog Field, a nine to three game where, again, Fayetteville trailed at one point, but then scored seven runs in the fifth, won it nine to three. So Fayetteville gets the five seed. And the sixth seed goes to
0: Springdale, and Tim Carver in his second year at Springdale, and great job yeah. by Tim in Carver. yep and, yeah. and yeah.
2: it's yeah. The, in. it was the first time that Springdale has been into the state tournament since 2017. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, they don't like the way they got into it through the back door, but hey, hey you're in. It's getting in. Yeah, so getting in. That's getting it. In
0: so that that is the 6a in in the 5a west leland uh who was greenbrier is the two seed and is van yes. buren the three seed
3: yes van buren is the three seed they and uh, van buren and mountain home tied for third place with identical nine and five records uh they both they split the double header van buren won seven to two and um Mountain home won nine to two, but there's a five run max.
0: Okay. So we're tied to the tiebreaker. Yep. So
3: that tied them. So now it goes to the overall run scored in conference wins, okay. again with a maximum of five. Baby urn scored forty one runs in their nine wins and Mountain Home had uh, 32 I believe.
0: So Van Buren, so Van the Buren is
3: the number three seed. They'll play Batesville in the first round.
0: Now we also need to mention in the 4A and below those teams are in regional tournaments uh, starting tomorrow Thursday. Uh, letting everybody know that uh, Gravit is hosting the 4A North Regional over there. Uh, The 3A one regional, which includes teams like Elkins and Lincoln and Charleston, those those teams, uh, they are at Harrison. The 2A West regional is being played at Greenland. That includes Greenland Mansfield. Uh, Mountainburg, uh, Lavaca, those teams are uh, over in Greenland. And then the 1A1 regional is being hosted by Valley Springs, but is being played at Harrison. So Harrison is hosting that regional as well. So Harrison has the 1A1 and the uh, 3A1 regionals uh, for baseball. So let's move over to softball, where we are in a dogfight for the number two seed in the 6A West. Uh, Bentonville has already locked up the number one seed, and they are – Probably going to wrap up an undefeated season in the 6A West. They took care of business yesterday down at uh, Fort Smith against Northside, thirteen to three, for the Lady Tigers. So they are uh, perfect in conference play at fifteen and zero. The number two seed, both Rogers and Springdale Harbor, took care of business yesterday. So going into the final game of the regular season, these two teams are tied at twelve and three in the conference, and so we'll see how this shakes out tomorrow uh, for that for that, you know, that number two seed and that bye in the 6A state tournament. So we've got that one going on, and, and we'll figure all this stuff out after tomorrow. And then there's also uh, Bentonville, Bentonville West are not playing until Friday. Uh, their softball games are going to be played on Friday. And Bentonville West is still in that mix for, I believe, a four seed in the conference. So uh, that's going on there. Leland, the 5A West had already pretty much been decided for softball. It is Van Buren with the one seed, Greenwood with the two seed, and Harrison with the three-seed, and I believe it was – is it Mountain Home I think was the four-seed maybe? It could be Russellville. I can't remember now who the four-seed is in 5A West softball. But but it is uh, Van Buren one, Greenwood two, Harrison three um, in the 5A West. And then, like in baseball, the teams in 4A and below, they're in regional play for softball. Gravit, again, hosting the softball, the 4A North regional. That'll be starting tomorrow morning, Thursday. Uh, Harrison has both the 3A and the 1A, and Greenland has the 2A. Uh, and, the, the, of course, after this weekend, all teams will go to state Three. tournament play. Greenland is hosting again the 2A state, and the 3A state uh, is going to be played at Lincoln, and then all the other state uh, tournaments, baseball, softball, will be played at other parts of the state. But Northwest Arkansas gets the 3A at Lincoln and the 2A um, at Greenland next week. Uh, so that gets us through baseball and softball. Now, soccer also is kind of jumbled up. Well, Rick Fires is not here today because he's over in Lincoln covering the 1A state track meet, but he he covered a match last night over at Rogers. And to no one's surprise, it was a boys game that ended
2: 1-1. to he missed his calling. He should be, he should work at a men's clothing he store should. with all the ties he's dealt he with. He
0: should. he should. When Rick Fire shows up at your soccer game, just be prepared. It's going to end, end in a draw. So he got a one-one game last night, and uh, the the uh, uh, the conference race there will wrap up uh, for the soccer teams again either Thursday or Friday this week, and we'll have those uh, those pairings for you uh, next week on next week's show um, after we get all the regular season wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um, Weather permitting, hopefully we're going to have good yes. weather and get this stuff done. We're supposed to have some rain come in hopefully tomorrow evening, and hopefully maybe it stays a little south of us. And, and uh, I know we, we, like, we need the rain, and, and you know we, we rain is great, but we just need it to hold off just a little bit, just a little bit longer.
2: Some of us need the rain. Some of us do not need the rain. Yeah, there you and, go. You know, I was reading something earlier this week where they were talking about Little Rock, and said if Little Rock did not get a, one single raindrop from now till September the 6th, they would still be on par for their yearly rainfall. Wow. That's a lot of rain. That's
0: a lot of rain. Yes. Lot of rain. Um, so we want to talk about now our feats of the week. So, Henry, I'm going to go. I figure yours is going to be track-related, probably, maybe, I baseball.
2: Just, I just threw you a curveball.
0: Oh, he threw me a curveball. So we're going to start with Henry – for our feed of the week, Henry, you are on the clock. Here we go.
2: I, I'm telling you about this feed of the week. If you are a pitcher in the 6A West Conference yeah. and you're opposing Gail Salinas and there's runners on base, you should be scared. Yeah, uh, Because yeah. I, I was looking over his season stats. In 27 games this year, 27 games – he has 47 RBIs.
0: That's getting them in. Wow. That is getting them in.
2: And to no surprise, he did what he did best in Rogers' double or uh, series sweep of Fort Smith Southside. He had two hits Monday, four RBIs. Tuesday they come back and play at Rogers at Mounty Field, two hits which was a double and a home run, four more RBIs. There you go. There you go. He is care. a yeah. He is a, he is a rib machine. Yes,
0: man. Well, that is great. So that is your feat of the week. Eight RBIs in two games. Is in two that right? games.
2: Two home runs. Uh, he had a double and a home run Tuesday. Tuesday. He had a single and a double in Monday's Monday. game, okay. and still drove in four runs. Still drove
0: in four runs. So that is uh, Henry's feat of the week. It's Gale, Is that how he pronounce it? Gail, G-A-E-L. Salinas. G-A-E-L, Salinas, uh, of Rogers, the Rogers Mounties. Uh, that is Henry's Feet of the Week. Now, Paul, your Feet of the Week is a little bit different, but it's still a notable feat. Go ahead and give <clears throat> us your feet.
1: I, I said, you know, I told you we're all talking about Arkansas kids. There, there are kids. Our kids, yep. Yeah, well – I got one for you, and a guy named, kid named, young man named Gavin Stone. Gavin Stone. He's from northeast Arkansas. Little bitty town. Yeah, Lake City, just, just east of Jonesboro. He he will make his major league debut today. Uh, Wednesday. Yes, yes. And, and not just any major, well, he's making it with. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers. There you go. Yeah. He will pitch for the Dodgers today against Philadelphia.
0: You know, Paul, and you I know you're a baseball guy. We're all baseball <clears throat> guys here. Um, to see a kid like that, people, you know, listening to the podcast, I don't know how many we have, but baseball is such a grind uh, to make it to that level. Um, there's a lot of people who can't, who just can't stay with it. You know, they, they, they burn out. They, they, you know, it's just it's such a grind. It's, it, it just, it's a meat grinder is it, what it, it is. It really is. It's a meat grinder. It really And uh, to find someone um, to stick with it, uh, you, take, you take Gavin, a kid who's from a very small school in Arkansas. Uh, you know, he gets drafted out of UCA. He, he goes, starts, you know, in low A or wherever it was, rookie ball. He probably is on a team where half of the guys don't speak English, yes. uh, which it's a difficulty in itself. You're on bus rides for hours and hours. Uh, your best food is probably a sandwich in the clubhouse after the game. Um, it's it's a, it, Or maybe you get with a host family when you first start out, if you, if you can be lucky enough to get with a good one. Um, and it, you just don't understand the grind. People just don't understand the grind and what it takes. Uh, they see these guys play on the MLB network, and they're, they're like, well, these guys are millionaires or whatever. Yeah, they are. They've earned it.
1: But – but it's getting there. Yeah, That's they've, right. They've it, earned it. Yeah.
0: And okay. uh so so congratulations to him and I hope he does well. Um, you know, and, and uh you know, you want to see our kids yes. do well. We wanna see our kids do well. That kicks us over to Leland. Now Leland, he's gonna have his feet of the week.
3: Junior Austin Mitchell of Greenwood had a big hand in the five to three win in the second game of yesterday's or of Tuesday's. Uh, double header that uh, clinched the conference championship for the Bulldogs he had a sacrifice fly in the second inning that scored Greenwood's second run and put Greenwood up two to nothing in the sixth inning he had a run scoring single that scored Austin Bircher who had doubled for to put uh, Greenwood up five to two then in the top of the seventh he came in with two outs the bases loaded in a five to three game and got a pop out to clinch the conference championship for the greenwood bulldogs so he had two rbis in the game and one of the sacrifice flies we talked about and then closed it down and earned the save in the seventh pitching out of a bases loaded jam with two outs wow
0: that is a heck of a feat there is no doubt about that now I've got the fourth feat of the week, and I am probably going to butcher this young lady's name, but I'm going to attempt to 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 give her name here. Um, her name is Dahana Tamala for Rock, the Rogers Mounties softball team, and. Dehana, if I'm butchering your name, I apologize. Uh, people butcher my name all the time, too, so I'm, I'm used to that. Uh, but hopefully I'm not because I want to make sure you get the credit that you, you've got coming to you after a big game yesterday. Now, the Rogers Lady Mounties, they are in a dogfight with Harbor for that number two seed in the 6A West Softball, the bye, not as big of a deal as it is for baseball because – With the pitching. As Leland will tell you, Ember Caldwell for Van Buren pitches every single inning of every game, Van Buren plays. So it's different. You know, Windmilling is yes. different. Than but getting a bye is helpful because you can – maybe you've got a few bumps and bruises. Maybe your catcher might have a few little bruises or whatever, and, and it's helpful. So it's important that these teams really try to get that. But in their game, Tuesday, the Lady Mounties. Dahana Tumala homered two times, Paul, including a Grand Slam. Whoa. And she drove in six runs as the Lady Mounties won 15-0 against Springdale in four innings. Now, that game was also featured. Now, I know this is not official, I guess, but it was a four-inning perfect game by Ella Beeman. Um, and a big reason why it only went four innings was because every pitch that they threw across the plate to Dahana Tamala. They went and picked it up on she, the other side of the fence. She demolished she it. She demolished it. Yeah. So, anyway, she is my feat of the week for the Rogers Lady Mounties as they go into their final regular season game this week in a dogfight with Harbor for that number two seed. And uh, it, I'm, I love seeing Harbor being, being good again. Uh, Henry, I love that. Uh, and you want to see in the 6A West, you want to see every team be competitive. You know, that's what you want. Um, and that makes the conference better. Um, you know, and and, uh, and good for Harbor and good for Candy Bailey. And they're riding in this dogfight for that number two seed, and, and uh, we'll see how that shakes out. So that takes care of our baseball, softball, soccer, and track. Now, we got a couple of little, other little tidbits out there I want to be sure and tell, uh, mention to our listeners. A guy who's very near and dear to all of us who we've been in this for a long time, Charles Berry over at Huntsville, the longtime coach in Leland. I don't know, do you know Coach Berry?
3: Oh yeah, he's okay. got some great stories.
0: Absolutely, he was last weekend presented with the John Naismith National Coaching Award. Now, if you're not familiar with, well, I'm, so, I'm sorry, the John Wooden, not Naismith, John Wooden, Wooden. John Wooden National yeah. yes. Coaching. So, if you're not familiar with John Wooden, Google him. Go to Google and <laughs> and Google John Wooden and just see what he did um, as the men's basketball coach at UCLA. What was it, Paul uh, Leland, or uh, ten championships? 10 NCAA championships, I believe, 10 or 11.
2: And at one time, an
0: 88-game winning streak? Yes. So anything that has John Wooden's name attached to it is a big deal, and Charles Berry is a big deal. So congratulations to my buddy over at Huntsville, Charles Berry, for being recognized nationally as a John Wooden Award winner. Good for him. Now, we have a couple of vacancies out there that we are still, still following. Springdale athletic director position has not been filled yet. Hearing a few little rumblings. Not going to mention any names, but I'm hearing a few little rumblings about that one. Uh, so they may be getting that one done soon. Um, we have a football coaching job at Berryville open, and we have the football and athletic directors. Both or just the football at
2: Greenland. Uh, it's just being advertised as the football coach. Okay. So I'm assuming maybe they're going to promote somebody internally or to move be the somebody. AD. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I did send a text to Brent Compton at Berryville, the ba- boys' basketball coach, and also the athletic director. They're supposed to have their vacancy filled by Monday. Gotcha, so. gotcha, gotcha, okay.
0: Uh, and also want to give a little shameless plug out this weekend for you, Leland. Leland is writing a story on Fort Smith's Southside baseball coach Dale Harpineau. Um, who got his 900th career win, got a lot of those at West Art slash UA Fort Smith, um, uh, where he was the head baseball coach for a number of years, but he won his 900th uh, career game Uh, a couple weeks ago. Leland was going to have a story on that in the Sunday, this coming Sunday edition of the River Valley Democrat Gazette. Leland, anything else you got going on down in the River Valley?
3: Well, and I don't know if it's official yet, but everybody knows it, that Shea Hamilton will be the manager of the Sportsman American Legion baseball team uh, based out of Fort Smith. Uh, He'll be having tryouts in a couple of weeks or within the next couple of weeks. They'll open their season the end of May. And then the Katzer tournament, which is a huge tournament that they host every year, will be the first weekend in June. And the state weightlifting meet is Saturday at Lake Hamilton.
0: Leland, you covered that last year. You'll be going back down to Lake Hamilton again for that. Uh, we've had qu- quite a few guys uh, who people would recognize from this area. Max Meredith of Greenland uh, is, is, a, is, you know, will be among the among the competitors in that. Bo Williams at Shadow Christian, he won his weight, weight class, class last year, and, and uh, he'll I'm guessing he'll be back uh, to try to defend that. Uh, Dax, Goff, and and, uh, half of of Boonville's football team will be there, I'm guessing, if they're not not in baseball tournaments.
3: If they're not in baseball. In fact, it probably cost them a state championship in the weightlifting meet. Last year they had three guys there because the other seven that's on the weightlifting team, they were playing baseball in the regionals that day, and that may be the case again. It could be. Because I think most all of the regionals are Thursday, Friday, Saturday of this week.
0: They are. They are. Um, so we've got that going on, so lots and lots of stuff going on, but it is rapidly, rapidly coming to an end, and then we're going to have uh, the summertime where we'll have seven-on-sevens and team camps and basketball camps and, and all kinds of stuff like that. Also want to mention, too, Paul saw this on Twitter yesterday, uh, Tyler Perry, who played for three years at Springdale Harbor and then before he transferred back down to the River Valley to uh, Spyro, Oklahoma for his senior year, Um, He had a standout career, a standout year this past year at the University of North Texas, led them to the NIT championship where he was named the MVP of that, of that tournament has signed with Kansas state. So he will play his final collegiate basketball season at Kansas state. So good for Tyler Perry. Um, And uh, I saw him make a few big shots for Springdale Harbor um, when he was there. Henry got anything else? Nothing that I can think of right offhand Henry's down in the starting blocks waiting for the gun to go off tomorrow for the six a he uh, i am hoping we're going to get that good Nick Bell
2: Damari Smith matchup in the hundred tomorrow we We saw a little glimpse of it last week, and Damari got the upper hand the best he, he, he ran a ten eighty five and Nick Bell ran a ten ninety four there you go. now who knows. Beholds in the central. Will there be somebody like from Conway or North Little Rock could that be. could push these guys? Could be,
0: could be. Always a great, always a great thing. Um, and uh, you know, track and, and I, I thought I saw Henry uh, some. Remind me, I was, uh, some girl in the pole vault. Did I see somebody went thirteen here in the pole vault. Did I see that? Oh, almost
2: thirteen. Okay, she cleared twelve ten, and that was Hannah Estes from Fayetteville. Now they got a break last week because. Uh, they got to move the pole vault indoors. So yeah. no, wind, no wind, no rain. She cleared 12, 10, but she told me, she says, I think 13's in sight. Yeah.
0: I got spoiled in track. A little story. I got spoiled. My first state track meet I ever covered was in Texas in 1985, and saw the 200 national record meet record broken three times in a row. Stanley Kerr, Joe DeLoach, Roy Martin broke three broke it broke it broke it. The last the last one to run it was Roy Martin. He set a record that has never been touched nationally. All three of those guys went on to the Olympics, and I thought, man, this you know this track is pretty easy, and you got guys like this. I never saw that again. Uh, <laughs> but I did get a chance to see Amy Acuff in the high jump, right by the pit, and saw big her time. go. Yes, big time. Saw her go six foot, and that is. Uh, you see a girl high jump six foot? That is a pretty
2: incredible sight. Yes, it, that's sort of like with with guys going seven foot. Exactly. stuff Like exactly. Uh, you know, one of the uh, most <clears throat> memorable meets I ever had. I was going to Jesseville to cover the Lion Relays there while I was working in Hot Springs. And little Jesseville would bring these bigger schools in here and got to witness a guy high jump, seven feet, one inch, and three quarters. Wow. His name was Kenny Evans, who later jumped at Arkansas. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: And, And lo and behold... Talked to the coach about. It. He said, "Yeah, guess what? He did it in borrowed cleats. He left his <laughs> cleats at home and jumped in somebody else's." There you go. Not
0: quite like Jim Thorpe, who won who won the Olympics with two different shoes on because somebody had stole his shoes. Yeah. Uh, but almost that good. Uh, so track and field is, is one of the best you know one of the best things you can go to if you've never gone to a track meet and watched it. Uh, nothing like you know seeing that two hundred and seeing those runners come around that curve. It, it's 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 uh, a you know, it is something else. And uh, I'd rather watch the 200 than any any event in a track meet is that 200 um, is, is always, to me, exciting to watch. Um, so that will wrap up this edition of the Prep Rally Podcast. We'll be back next week. Henry will recap the 6A state track meet and these other track meets and also give you a little preview of the meet of champs. Uh, we'll also talk about state tournament times and where all these teams are going and what seedings they got and all that kind of stuff. So still a lot of good sports to come, and we'll be back with you next week. Thanks for, thanks for being with us, and we'll catch you next time.
1: The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.